Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher, and welcome to the last episode in 2020. And I'm going to call this episode something a little bit different. This is going to be similar to our New Year's resolutions as entrepreneurs, but let's call it the 15 things not to do as an entrepreneur in 2021, because whether or not you are a small business owner or run a large enterprise, avoid these missteps in order to get ahead or any year and you'll be good to go. So we all know the year 2020 presented the world with a number of challenges in the entrepreneurial space. And the following are really just 15 things to avoid in the next year. And hopefully you'll see what I mean when we start talking about it. So first, number one, don't lose your focus. So when you forget why you got into the business in the first place, you're well on the path to just failing at what you're doing. So examples of not focusing include not caring about your customers, and not being able to address their concerns and needs from a product or service perspective. And I'm in the service industry, so that's really big for me. Always keep your customers' needs at the center of how your products and services are developed. Continuously make sure that you are reaching out to your customers and constantly evaluating if you are on the right track. I do that all the time, and I reach out, and I'm proactive before they reach out to me. Lack of leadership, so organizational leadership, that encompasses numerous concepts and ideals with sales, marketing, operations, and personnel management, and that's really just the tip of the iceberg. When organizations and leaders start making the wrong decisions, it is typically the start of a bad outcome, and in 2021, really take the time to focus on leadership and creating value. Number three, and you've probably heard this one on any social media platform you're on, but think about the stress we've been dealing with in 2020. So as an employer and as an organization, make sure that you are caring about your employees. So if I'm looking at the list of what not to do, not caring about your employees. If your employees are not happy, motivated, or engaged, it is impossible for them to serve your client base diligently on a daily basis. So successful organizations work on their inside game and internal structure before they start going out to generate revenue and tackling larger goals. So make sure if you are a company and a larger uh, entrepreneur that has employees that you really care about them and are understanding what they've also gone through. Now the other one is not working with partners. Successful organizations always look for opportunities to potentially work with others. And that's a really hard thing. You wanna do it all on your own. But successful leaders understand that winning is about collaboration. And I deal with a lot of collaborative efforts on many things that I do. I present for local chapters. I am a guest on many podcasts. And I really seek out a lot of partnership opportunities that are a good fit. So start seeking, start seeking those out and try with 10 partnership opportunities with potential partners and work on something small to start off with. But consistency is the key to winning the game on this one. And then do not build walls. Successful organizations tear down walls and never build walls within your stakeholders. This includes competition, industry organizations, associations, the media, and any other organization. Be that person who tears down the walls and helps others connect and build a better industry. 
become the leader and the entrepreneur that others can look up to and ask for help because they trust you and they know that you can help tear down walls and open up those lines of communication and those opportunities. Do never ignore your customers. That's number six. Many times organizations focus too much on internal happenings. And one of the companies that I worked with um, in my career was focused on how good their products were and internal processes that were more complicated than needed. This led them to not pay attention to the voice of their customer and what the customer ultimately wanted. What happened? Declining revenue or and organizational de- uh, degradation. So you really want to make sure that you're not ignoring your people accountable. So accountability is a key to any organizational success. So many experts out there suggest that accountability is one of the top reasons why organizations can succeed. So you really need to commit to it. There are many studies that prove that personal uh, accountability, organizational accountability, and using accountability, even coaches, helps increase the possibility and chance of completing your goals. So make sure that you are driving a culture to be held accountable. And then not creating a culture of um, execution. So execution is probably the most important element in successfully reaching a goal. Many of us endlessly plan but fall short when it comes to executing those plans or those goals. So try to make something that is a pursuit of consistent execution and make it a tool. Make sure that you deliver on the promise that you made to your customers and try not to do too many things at once. Try to really focus on that one or two things on your list, get them executed, and then move on to something else. Not taking a risk. That's number nine. Many industries today are suffering because they refuse to take any risks. Service industries, especially legal and accounting, for example, they're battling technology and the decline of traditional business models because many did not want to adapt to the new way of conducting business remotely. So business risk is not only a financial risk, but it's also about exploring new areas of opportunity creating new revenue streams and exploring avenues that have not been explored in the past. Perfect example. About 15 years ago, uh, one of the companies that I uh, present for uh, webinars and in the healthcare field of coding and billing, I had to talk them in to doing webinars. They didn't want to. They said it would really be a problem for their in-person sessions, that their seminars that we did in person and flew all over the country. I was traveling 200 days a year at one point that it would take away from that. Now, yes, there was a percentage of people that were going to just start doing things. They were actually called teleconferences back then because we didn't have Zoom or anything like that, but we still were able to do a conference call. And it was amazing how it increased the business almost trifold. So then now, you know, obviously this seems like remote uh, training sessions are the way to go. So it business risk, again, is not only a finan- is not an, only a financial risk, but it's about exploring new areas of opportunity. Not having standards, that's number 10. Have you ever heard of a, a car company that had zero safety standards? Well, of course not. What about an airline that has no operational standards? It's impossible for some industries to not to follow certain standards because of lack of standards can lead to a lot of consequences. So make sure that you operate within high standards. You should have a business plan or some kind of a, at least a focus on your business statement and your mission statement. And this means doing the best, expecting the best and creating a mindset of quality and a minimum level of acceptable standards within your organization. Number 11 is, and this is a don't, you know, letting people get their way. Organizational bullies are people who get their way. 
These could be people at strong position who've developed a habit, a way of getting, you know, some of the things that they want done without really listening. However, it's important that everyone who's a part of your organization, that you create a culture that everyone has input. Now, be clear that you respect everyone's position, you respect their input, and you do want their vision as well. But if it's your company that you make the final decision, but you need that input. And do not focus too much on competition. So I know some industries are very focused on what the competition is doing, especially in smaller markets, that uh, for companies that offer the same uh, products or services and essentially targeting a very small number of customers. But don't focus strictly on competition. Work on your inner game. Make your product or your services and solutions more valuable for your customers and just by raising your standards. Remember, what you're selling, especially as an entrepreneur, is yourself, your brand. And once they trust you, then the rest just comes with it. Don't ignore your critics. Have you ever had a critic who are always on your case? If not, then you've really not made an impact on your industry. I've had it myself. And that's just a bit, this way of thinking is a bit non-traditional. But you should always have a critic, somebody whose point of view shows you in the right direction, helps you identify both areas where you face challenges and areas where opportunities exist. So pay attention to those who, yes, point a finger at you, but they hopefully guide you in the right direction. But it just makes you kind of turn around and look in the mirror and take a look at what's going on. Don't be socially awkward. Okay. And this is something about in 2021, you need to be socially engaged. Okay. This means supporting social causes, meeting other people with similar interests, helping your employees if you have them as far as some social changes. I know I just created uh, a foundational, it's called a bronze and it is a foundational uh, chair for healthcare education A 501c started at 5,000 and hopefully more will contribute to it. Um, and it's part of an endowment. And I just want to invite you to also try to consider these projects and opportunities as a way to engage not only the community, but to support the industry that you're in and get involved. Don't do not be socially awkward. And number 15, never stop learning. If you have stopped learning as an individual, as an organization, as an entrepreneur, then there is nothing much that can be done. Look at some of the industries that are dying a slow and painful death today, including accounting. Traditional firms are facing an uphill task in surviving as technology is crushing them, and especially for firms that refuse to change and adapt to the new way of doing business. Always stay hungry as an organization, as an entrepreneur, and ensure that everyone within your company is learning something new, especially yourself. Success for an organization as a leader or as an individual entrepreneur is a blend of many things, but there are many opportunities and plenty of opportunities for you to make headway and succeed in 2021 as an entrepreneur and in business. Just make sure your eyes are open and that you never stop learning. All right, everyone, make it a good rest of your year and on to 2021. We are closing out 2020 and make it a great day and a great week. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com.